A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, hello, everybody. It's that time of the week again. It is Friday. It is seven o'clock. It is time for the long run live stream and podcast. Hope you're all doing well and been uh, getting plenty of exercise in. You know, the, the year's nearly at an end and you've got to keep plugging away. Got to get them targets. You know, it's time to get them, get it done. How are you, Chris? You all right, mate? Yeah, I'm all right. A bit tired. Uh, uh, I think I put it out on Instagram. I'm, I'm at that point where. I'm trying to get back into it, and it, it it's hard slog, you know. And it's, mm. but I think I said it in in the um, on the post, you know. You, there's no choice but to keep going. So um, yeah, so yeah, it, it being uh, you know, as you guys know, I'm still struggling along, waiting for some stuff to get sorted out in the back end. Um, and hopefully that takes uh, a little bit quicker than than it currently is. But yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. We got uh, we've got a, got a great show, and more importantly, we started on time tonight. So well done, Toe, and and also we're all here. Again, so yeah, band's back again. Band's back again. We've got to give a couple of early shout outs. But before I do that, if you're on Facebook, make sure you and thank you by the way for joining us on Facebook. Share the share to everybody. Tell them that we're live. But remember to put the thing that Toby does in the comments to all fry so we can see who you are. And also hello to our wonderful audience on YouTube and make sure you drop in any questions, any comments, whether it be about running, owl, eating non-vegan products, Toby looking like he's about to fall asleep or Wilco still in Middle Earth as well. So anyway, whatever you want to do, stick them in the comments. We want to hear from you as always. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, and thank you very much to everybody who's been downloading it. I've got an update in terms of what we spoke about last week. Make sure if you, you want to contribute to the podcast, you send us an email to Wilco. Long one show at gmail.com. He nailed it. He nailed it. He nailed, he's been practicing all week for that. <laughs> um, yeah, for, I'll 
a couple of shout outs then. I've got we'll ask Wilco a question, uh, really important. Uh, oh. First one, we've got to give a sh- uh, shout out to Scarlett, my Scarlett, because she's just found out she's got 98% on her tap exam out of 100%. So she nailed that distinction. We'll make a plumber of her yet. Yeah, so she's going to obviously turn into an athlete like me. And then uh, we've got to give a shout out to Rose. Now, Mark Sloan, who was on a couple of weeks ago, he was one of our Snowden walkers and our uh, Sky Athletes. His daughter, it's her 100th park run tomorrow. And I I just can't, I I think Rose is, now I might get to Toby, she's nine or ten. I, I can't yet. So yeah. Oh, I don't know. We should get a researcher on this show. Would you? Yeah, have? we should research some of the stuff. Like before we, uh, maybe not. It's more fun doing it this way. Uh, but anyway, big love to Rose. We're going to be along to Gunpowder Park tomorrow to celebrate Rose's hundredth part run. That is an epic achievement. Yeah, her the best, so Rose. Well Brilliant done. effort, Rose. Now, quick question for you, Wilco. Oh yeah. Was Tuesday? How many layers were you actually wearing to running club? Just the two. I, I was a bit corporate, mate. I had one of your, um, you know, high-vis uh, jackets, you know, doing the uh, rounds and the and a hat because it had me light on it. Now, oh, I haven't got – because I tried to get a picture of him, right, lads? But he was going so fast, I generally couldn't get a picture of him, right? But I've never seen – he look, you look like a Michelin man. You know the keys of – he had so many layers on. Well, I'll put, no, it's just – I think it's a few more layers of um, Cadbury's Heroes and Celebrations, mate. We'll get on to that. We'll get on to the weight loss. So, yeah, we, that's our – I've got to say that it's 18 months since we've been doing the yeah. Hartford sessions, and I think that was my worst performance in all that time. You were saying about um, – you know, you're feeling sluggish and all that sort yeah. of thing. Tuesday, I really was not feeling it at all. Well, don't get yourself down. You it was, you know, it was, um, if I'd have been a footballer, you know, they, it's one of those where if you were a substitute, you went on and then you'd have been substitute back off. You know, and just said, nah, yeah, yeah, pulled you off. He weren't, he, off. Weren't, he weren't feeling it. But yeah, yeah. so we'll, we'll come up. We want to talk about a um, bit of weight loss, bit of nutrition tonight, guys. So hit us up if you've got any weight loss Tips, hints, again, email them in um, or anything that you like to eat, email that in. And um, also we're going to be talking about mileage, yearly miles. So stick in the comments what your target was, if you had one, whether you're going to do it, if you're going to get there. We want to hear from all that sort of stuff. Al's here. He's powered by – what are you powered by tonight? Plants. Don't believe a word of it. We know that he eats – non-vegan croissants we've got the evidence toe's back and so i would say let's do you reckon he looks like he's about to go into a coma or is he look a bit better this week he's yeah he's, he's still a bit pale is it a bit peaky, looks like, looking in his um in, he looks like he's in a waiting room anyway doesn't he like he hasn't I, seen the sun in two weeks well, we have to say for the because obviously this is an audio-based platform for us podcast listeners. And apologies, um, Tobes in a room. I'm gonna if you've never listened, watched it, right? Tobes basically in a what looks like a prison library. Is that fair to say? <laughs> With not much light in and mess, and he looks like he's been locked in there, and that's about it, really. So I have it said to Tobe because I've been watching Sue and his pod, live podcast like we do. And they've got like these awesome rooms, like grayed out, wicked LED backlights, and all this stuff. And then obviously you come to the real world where we are. But I said to Toe, because he does this for a living, like production and all this, he really needs to like 
ledge it up. So I reckon we should get what's that geezer? You know the bloke on the TV that DIY DIY SOS. What's that Trev's name? Um, you know the geezer I mean. Yes, we Nick. can ring him up. Nick, right? Not no. your Nick. You know, run no, 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 table no. now. Probably writing a review on something he's got. You know, sent in and paid for. What was it? Um, but we've got behind a toe. We need to redo it. So if if Nick from DIY SOS can get in touch. Oh, what's that other geezer with the curly hair? Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. Sorry for everybody, by the way, who's not in the UK. Has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> can you get in touch? Email in. What is it, Wilco? Longmanshow@gmail.com. Because we need to pimp up the production room, right? So again, please send in your suggestions. What Toby needs to have done behind him to um, this make that look. Get seen though. This is the whole point. What? I normally what? sit here and don't. Get seen. That's on my job. No. It sounds like touch a nerve. Yeah, it's out a bit sensitive. I'm just it? saying that's what, little fella, isn't he? I, I always said this at the beginning. I should never be on camera. Oh, <sighs> then I could go to sleep. So come on, folks. You want to see Tobe, don't you? Yeah. Can you let us know? Let us know. Or would you? Is there anybody out there who doesn't want to look at Toby on a Friday night, starting at seven o'clock? I for mean, people hour? pay good money for it. You know, we're happy to go with public opinion, and we, you know, whatever you want, we're quite happy to do. So if we want to jock him off and. Uh, Put him back in the background, then uh, we've had we've had some emails come in this week, which we will come on to about weight loss. But we've also had some emails in about sponsorship opportunities. They must have been listening last week. Now, I would say that I I thought about most of them for about a second. Every single one of them was totally unrelated to anything that we do. So they clearly don't <laughs> never seen anything. It's one of those. One of them wanted it for us to like advertise like hair dryers. Uh, well, I mean, there yeah. ain't that much hair, yeah. is there? Really? One of them wa- wanted us to advertise some form of security network IT stuff. We just about get this show live at seven o'clock. So they clearly have no idea. And there was another one. Was it towels? Not, but no, it wasn't that bad. It was, it was some household product that they wanted us to advertise. So anyway, I'll t- uh, boys, I, I thought I'd let you know. You know, I, I, I've obviously done you out of massive amounts of money, but I've said no to all of them. So sorry it about that. It sounds like um, it sounds like we're in demand, though, mate. We are, we are in demand, and we shall not sell out like a lot of these podcasts. If if we if if we go for something, we're going to go for something that's dear to our hearts. McDonald's, mm. KFC, <laughs> Sketches. Spurs tickets. Spurs. Like anyway, no, we won't sell out. But if you want to pay us, get in touch via the Long Run Show website, email thing, whatever it is. Anyway, so shall we move? Oh, no. Shall... I've been whittling on. Al, shall I tell them about it? Your, your big idea. Oh, you ready for this? I suppose okay. let's, get it, let's get it done. We can always edit it out so it doesn't go down too well. No, this is good. Right. So when we did Snowden, we, we at the end of it said we need to have a you know something better to do next year. Now, Ben Nevis, we are going to be going up Ben Nevis. If anybody wants to come up Ben Nevis next year in September, email in. All right. But that's going to be walk run. It's going to be hard. You've got to go up a big hill. So whatever. Right. But for us on this podcast channel, I have come up with the brilliant idea that next year, right, we travel. Now, you've got a choice because I'm, I'm good at it. We travel to Slovakia and run across it. It's 130 miles. So we need a team of six. And I reckon we could do it in a week. And we, while we're there, 
we could be promoting the podcast because we, we're going to be inundated. All our fans are going to turn up because we are the biggest running podcast in Slovakia. Or, right, not a bad shout. Or my second idea, which I think is actually better, is that we all go to Malta and we run around Malta to try and find the listener, the one listener in Malta. <laughs> so we run across Malta and we find that listener. The one person that downloaded the podcast in Malta, we go to Malta and find them. So you've got a choice, boys. I don't know how big Malta is. Can somebody let me know in the uh, I have been. comments? What? Is it big? It was, well, it was a very long time ago. Was it Illy? Um, oh, I can't remember, mate. I was a kid. Well, so we need to research this. So can you email in any other suggestions? It's... But it's got to be based around basically us finding our, our fans. Yes, 17 miles long, nine miles wide. Sounds perfect. God, 17 miles old? long? Yeah, that's what it says. According no. to Google. Malta's got to be more than 17 miles. It ain't very about big. one house on it. It it's ain't very big. Can you walk around Malta in a day? About three hours, it says, according to Dr. Google. No way. That's what it says. <laughs> Are you that's sure? From, that's from the, the Malta Coastal Walk Society. Can't be. What? Get them on. Where'd you where'd you land? They've got an airport. Well, is it in the sea or something? Because where uh, no, how can no, you no, mate. 17 miles? It would explain Malta's why there's only one listener. It's that small. It's right, not a very so, big place. So now actually percentage-wise, what you're saying is that we're massive in Malta. Yeah, if there's only got about three people living there. Yeah, if we're talking about reach. Yeah, we're massive yeah, in Malta. Our reach is deep in Malta. I think then basically what we're saying is, boys. We're thinking Malta next year. We run across Malta to find our listener. Yeah. Unless they say, hello, I'm your yeah. Maltese listener. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so they're my and then two we just pop over there and go and see them. Yeah, I think they're brilliant. They're doing live so, from their house. There you go. So that's what we're doing next year. If live from Malta, tune in. We're going to be there podcasting and live streaming. Anyway, shall we move on? What do you want to talk about first? Weight loss or uh, goals for mileage? I thought we would first just give a little plug about where you went this week, about the um, your little trip around London, you boys. Oh, yeah, that was last night. Yeah, we had a great time. When it warm now, Al? It, well, it certainly wasn't three layers. No. Yeah, you'd have sweated. You'd have been in your shorts and T-shirts. If you had like, any layers that you had on Tuesday night at Wilco, you'd have melted. Yeah, it was warm. <laughs> it was, we had it to was strip warm. off outside Buck House. <laughs> yeah, honestly. that was the funniest thing. I was getting you naked outside Buck Powell. He get locked in the town, mate. Huh? To strip off anywhere. Any excuse to get me. It's becoming a bit of a recurring theme, Alan taking his clothes off. Honestly, we was outside the gates of Buck Pal, right? The lights are on, Lizzie was home, the flag was up, Al is stripping down. There was nobody around. (laughs) It was about eight o'clock or something, nine o'clock. The poor woman's not in the best of Alpha. I know. There'll be a bit of a boost. <laughs> I can't. Oh, this is treason. on my door, taking me away to the tower. Mm. This is treason. So yeah, so we 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 had a um, we had a great run round. It was it was great fun. Uh, and the Where'd route. You go? So we started off at um, Covent Garden because they got all the tree up and that now. So it was feeling a bit festive, uh, and then we headed out. We had a right shocker. We hit Frozen when that emptied. Uh, so we had a bit of a shocker there. So it was all these five-year-olds singing Let It Go. Uh, and then I started singing that as well. Uh, and then we headed down to um, Strand. 
along there. Mucks about Trafalgar. But Lizzie's house, our nearly got arrested. Uh, Harrods weren't allowed in there. Uh, we, Winter Wonderland. They, yeah, and then back round to Winter Wonderland. They wouldn't let us in there either. So it's at Hyde Park, isn't it? Yeah, through that, mind you, it does look good. And then uh, basically Oxford Street, uh, Bond Street, Regent Street, Carnaby Street, Leicester Square, Covent Garden, job done. So people right. all signed up for this. How long is it going to take them then to – how far they got to go to? Well, that was – we did a 10K route. Um, and if anybody wants to do the route just on their own, just get it off my Strava because it's a great route. I might actually – I said to Al, I might just take the um, camera up there and do one of our virtual runs that we stick on the channel because it really mm. was a good run. Um, and then, But we're going to do a 5K route as well, so that would be good. Um, be good fun. So, yeah, so, yeah, we're looking forward to it. I think we're sold out now, to be honest, but uh, thanks for the plug. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, it's not a bug just for people to sign up. Obviously, people will be looking forward to it. It's a big yeah, no, it'd be good for thing, us. and it's really something that you don't, you don't have to – you can just go and have a good time. You ain't got to stress about your fueling strategy and all that. Just go and have a laugh. Blinning. That's what it's all about. It's just having a bit of festive and all that sort of fun. business. You can just go and yeah. have a good time. Yeah, that's what it's all about. So, no, it was good. It was It was really good. I think we got back about just 10 o'clock, something like that. And, um, way past my bedtime. Way yeah, past the hour's bedtime. I'm looking tired and gaunt and yeah. – <laughs> The, the home were after him. Uh, but yeah, I, I want to say him sandwich or something. That would cheer you up, mate. Yeah, no, he's not allowed to say that to him, but he, he did. <laughs> What's going on oh, with Toby Barnett? Hang on, important question. What's going on with Toby's Barnett? I, I, you know what, Samuel? I totally agree. He, he looks like an absolute, I don't know. What does he look? Melt, I think is the right word, with that Barnett. I mean, lot. I can he, tell he was, mine's longer than that. He was not in the but... sort of Phil Foden look the other week. It was quite a tight crop, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, he can't. Yeah, he came. He was. What was it the other week? He shaved it off. He let it went for the buzz cut. That, that. Oh, that was for Snowden. That's when he went, went up and down like a mountain goat. Um. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You need to sort your barnet out, so They're hammering you for your barnet. Letting it grow, isn't it? No, don't let it grow. Please right. don't. This is like wear a cap to hide it, like. Yeah. No, I have to because I'm not been. I was meant to go last week, but mm, because um because someone was sick, I had to do other things. Oh. Who was that? I don't know, but do you, in all seriousness, are you feeling better? Because we have had people asking. I'm feeling better, yeah, thanks. Bless him. He was a bit, he was proper rough, people. He was he was he didn't have COVID. Um, but he was he was yeah, he was proper rough. Um right, let's get rid of that. Right, so should we crack on with what do you want to do? Weight loss or mileage? Weight loss. Weight loss. Well, yeah. I always okay. want to do weight loss, mate. Oh look, we, we want as always, we're gonna keep this light hearted and Next week, I think it's next week's vlog. This week's vlog is the remembrance run. Um, next week's vlog is all about how the changes that I'm making and what I'm doing. So uh, look out for that one. That's about all the, the the personal stuff that I'm doing, right? Because I think with anything with weight loss, it's all about you know what works for you, right? And just as a disclaimer, right, it may shock some of you. It may shock some of you. None of us really are qualified to talk about any of this stuff in terms of nutrition. Al's probably the most qualified for his PT stuff, but he's still not qualified. Everything that we do, I do, is off our own experiences, off our own back. So we can, what we're going to say is what is the stuff we're doing. And also, if you are planning on making, guys, and this is a serious comment, if you are making planning on making any dramatic change or any changes to your lifestyle that impact whether it's increased mileage, changing your diet, whatever you do, it is worth speaking to your doctor, all right? Mm. Because you don't know, okay? So just one serious bit for out of, you know, 59 minutes is not bad. 
So just please check um, check with your dog if you're going to do anything silly like that. Anyway, put that aside. So, yeah, so it leads nicely because next week I say I'm talking about what I'm doing. But Al, Vegetable Al, who was about yeah. three seconds before we went online, was drinking what? What's that? Look at it, look. That, so I'm two weeks into my juicing regime. So right. um, that, that one there blitzed this morning. So it's getting a little bit fruity now. It's starting to ferment. Is it fermentate? That doesn't sound right. Ferment? That sounds Ferment. better. Ferment. Uh, Maybe uh, that and I'll fig. Cow, uh, apple, mango, some blueberries, bit of cranberry juice to give it some liquid, and some ginger to give it a bit of kick. So I'm starting every day now with a uh, couple of shots of this. And it certainly wakes you up, if nothing else. We were touching upon this last week, weren't we? That this is yeah. not a sort of... Um, slim fast style replacement shake that's replacing your meals it's a sort of you know it's a substance it's a um it's it's a supplementary thing that goes along with your regular eating patterns yeah so this is just an an opportunity to get away from eating too much processed food because you can be an unhealthy vegan if you shop in greg's you shop in costas with their no oink bap you can still eat pretty bad so uh, this is a chance for me to really kind of up the intake in terms of whole foods. And um, we all like our orange juice and a lot of those are concentrates. This is an opportunity to get it, you know, literally fresh from the fresh from the store. So and it's a good way to get in your five a day. It's a good way to get in your leafy greens. And actually, it's not as expensive as it sounds. So I went out shopping two weeks ago, piled on the bananas, piled on the, the mangoes, the blueberries. And I haven't had to go shopping since. Just piled it all in the freezer, mm. so it's nice and chilled every morning. Off mm. you go. Jobs are good. And so, really so, you've, so Sorry, when, you've, when you've gone into this, so like you're two weeks down the line. Yeah. But what you because obviously it's a lot of fresh ingredients and lots of um, you know you have a lot of kale, spinach, stuff yeah. like that that is not going to last a week in your fridge. So you get it all in, and then you have a big session of so, doing all the stuff. Yeah. So I prepped it. Everything went into little. Uh, freezer bags in the freezer so you know you're gonna you know you're gonna make it last a fortnight you portion it up it's cool it's frozen so you don't have to you know i don't add any ice cubes or anything you know just ready to go because it's all frozen so uh for the idea you've done you've done that for two weeks now did you say yes yeah yeah yeah. would you obviously i think it's it takes a while for, for the weight to start you know just, I mean, I've been doing what I'm, I'm going to call my diet again. I'll, yeah. The video will come out, but and I, I reckon it's dropped like not point like not percent or something because that first week, the first two weeks, it's hard to see that much of a change. And obviously, you've got a lot of water retention. A problem I've got is the tablets I'm on at the moment. There's they're hot, they do increase your water levels, and that, so that makes you um, feel like you're heavier than you actually are. Um, but that's it. have you noticed any difference in not necessarily the weight, but how you're feeling? So first thing is I, I'm not a regular jumper on the scales. You know, I, I used to obsess about it when I was okay. going seriously for weight loss mm-hmm. every day. It was, have I lost an ounce? Have I lost an ounce? It does mm-hmm. your head in. Um, as you know, Chris, my running in the second half of the year is not as been on point, And we'll touch on that probably yeah. later as it has at the start. And I was expecting to kind of put on half a stone. Um, I did jump on the scales this time and I hadn't put on any weight. More importantly, I just feel more energised. So, more energised? Yeah, so 
part of the reason for doing it was was trying to find a way to kickstart a bit of motivation, kickstart a bit of energy mm. into the running. I was, you know, I'm a handsome runner. I run six yeah. days a week when I'm on plan. Yeah. I've been doing weeks with barely managing one or two runs a week. So it was a combination of doing something to feel good, something to give me a bit of motivation. And if there's a bit of weight loss at the end of it, then that's a bit of a Brucey bonus, to be honest. So, uh, But I just feel good. I look forward to that juice up every morning. It's it's quite exciting because I don't know what's going to go in the in the mix. So, uh, so would you say that's a, a good tip? So, uh, firstly, to, to, to help get that in, is creating something, I suppose, is part of, a part so of the So I think for me what it's doing is it's, it's giving you your nutrition. You know, because I'm juicing it, you're also getting the fibre and all that goodness. Um, and from a nutritional point of view, whilst you can get most of the, the nutrition from either supplements or other sources, it is the extra fibre that, that kind of makes it low GI, that makes it long lasting. It will help you fill up. So it will kind of, one thing I have noticed, I've significantly stopped snacking late morning and early afternoon. So I think, you know, could be could be that um or it could be just that i've just got a different approach men- mentally now and it, sometimes you can't separate out all the different variables but yeah i'm uh i'm looking forward to it and i'm uh looking to invest i've got to so, go up neutral bullet to vitamix quick plug there if anyone's looking to sponsor me for yeah life. sponsors yeah but get involved email us what's the email will come long run shirt gmail.com episode 20 whatever it is he's got it yeah, Nutri- I, w- I would vouch for a NutriBullet. They are a great bit of kit. So, um, sort of like get yourself together and get yourself organised to make these um, make these sort of drinks. So very, it's very simple. You know, I'm no um, I'm no Ainsley Harriet in the kitchen, but you know, it is a literally you just bung everything in and give it a whiz, and it's done. So that's Andy. Chris, can you just sort of like? I mean, it sounds like a really obvious question, but can you just sort of like? highlight what benefits a bit of weight loss will have on your running and your performance if you can uh... well i think well first i'll touch on it in a second because i was i was out uh coaching this morning uh and we actually touched on food and things like that and diet um the the benefits i think are obvious in terms of energy levels and just overall mental health mental awareness performance all that kind of stuff is i think al actually was mucking about of it the other week but with tobin his porsche what you're putting in is how the performance works a lot of it does come down to what's going on upstairs if you're lighter it's going to help you but i think i say more than anything else it's that it's that mental framework in which you're working in um in terms of overall feel and, and where you're progressing because i think it does help yeah, and you'll feel, f- perhaps feel like i mean i i did i had a bit of you know i put a little bit back on now but you know sort of 12 months ago i lost quite a bit and found that my times are really coming down and then you just feel perhaps you feel more confident when you're out running that you can yeah. attain these things and you're going in the right direction and yeah absolutely a bit of progress and it's all it's all sort of married together isn't it yeah exactly it is married together it's it's the whole it's the whole process it's you know if you're if you're looking to do you're looking to get fit you need to chat you look you need to look at your diet if you're if you're looking to do change your diet you know and do it that way you also need to look at what your exercise is so it, it, the two go hand in hand and and the, the point at the top is what's going on up here and you know it it is that whole process of putting it together. And that's why I say, if you are looking to do change, exercise or diet, 
always speak to your doctor because the two will, one will have a byproduct of the other. Do you see what I mean? Now, just to come back to what I was saying, and I lost four stone in six months years ago. And I did that through little changes, but they were significant in terms of the timing of when I was eating and what I was eating at those times. So I, yeah, obviously I cut out a lot of the rubbish, um, which is what I've gone to back doing now, but it was more about being precise with what I was eating and when I was eating it and putting in. So I'll give you an example, breakfast, porridge, and a cup of coffee within that porridge, you know, some form of fruit, whatever, blueberry, whatever, chuck something in there. But that was basically oats. So it's slow burning fuel that would carry me through the morning. Through that morning, I would drink a what's it load of uh, water and maybe some form of herbal tea to suppress the appetite. Lunch would be a carby based lunch, not massive. So whether that be pasta or ideally something a little bit freshly cooked. So I was working in a city at the time and I would go down and I'd get something that just been made by somebody. Um, so it wasn't just some microwave like took that somebody like just pulled out of their rear end in some dodgy backstreet cafe that Toby would eat. Um, I would then uh, about three o'clock, I'd always have a cup of coffee, banana and a biscuit because chances are I was running home. And then I would not eat after six o'clock, five or six, uh, six o'clock by the time I got home. And that would be a protein based food. But like so, like some lean lean meat, turkey or something like that, chucked in with some veg, and that was it. And then in the evening, to suppress the appetite again, I'd have a herbal tea, and that was me because of the way I'm built in the way my brain works. That was me every day, seven days a week. Um, so, and by doing that, by keeping the portion levels to a reasonable size, but enough to fuel my runs, the weight just. Because I was running, it just, lit, I said, four, four stone, six months. It just fell off me. Uh, and then I got to the point in which I actually, I was dropped, I dropped too much. You asked Nick, it actually dropped too much and I looked ill. So then I put it back on and found that happy medium. Now mm. I've gone through that happy medium. I've put on about a stone and a half too much that I wanted. So I take half a stone off because of the, the medication that I'm having to take. But so I put a stone. I always put on about half a stone through marathon training, always. I'm one of those because I eat more than I need to. So, but I actually topped out. I went too big and I blame Toby for that and his addiction to KFC and I followed suit. So that's what I did uh, years ago. This was, and I'm not saying that's what you should do, but it may give you food for thought. See what I did there, boys, um, about possible change you could do about not mm. eating so late. Now it's difficult. And one of the reasons why I put the weight on is because, you know, as I said in previous podcasts, I work from eight till eight every day. Right. So I'm getting home after eight o'clock. When do you eat? You know what I mean? And, and then you just find yourself sitting there. You're tired because you're exhausted because you're working seven days a week, eight till eight. So your body's craving sugar and processed rubbish to keep you going, to keep you alive. Um, so you just snack and then you get into that habit. With my addictive personality, I'll then have, you know, eight bags of crisps because I can't have one. Or I'll have a whole pack of crisps, a whole pack of biscuits because I can't have one. And then that's the that's the rabbit hole that you mm -hmm. go down. So as soon as you can train out of that mentality and switch out of that process, the body's an amazing thing. The, the, the brain is an amazing thing. It will learn. It will teach itself to go back to what it is used to doing. And that's where the process starts, along with your obviously your exercise. And then you're winning. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, you do need to have a bag. I mean, when I sort of like I 
first got into running, I wasn't losing much weight at all because I was sort of, you know, I would, people often make the case of, oh yeah, people who go to the gym sort of, oh, that's great. I can have that donut now because I've burned it off in the gym and things like that. You know, because people, I think the phrase was that you couldn't, you can't outrun a bad diet because, you know, I would go out, yeah, I'd go out and run 10K just like on a training run and then come home and eat half half a tube of Pringles. Yeah, you know, because you, think no you can good. justify it. Mm. Well, yeah, no, not necessarily. It was just the way it was. It, I wasn't marrying them together. Yeah. And um, I think it's quite interesting now that um, with the changes, um, particularly in sort of working patterns now, you know, I was at that time, I was um, working in London five days a week. Um, it was pret a manger for lunch or sandwich in Waitrose, all that sort of business. But now, I'm working um I'm working from home most of the week. So that's a A lot can happen in 3 years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly 3 years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. That can perhaps help mm. in um, what you're preparing. Perhaps you can think yeah. a bit more about what you're yeah. going to be able to have, you know, yeah. and you can actually, you know, well, I've got 10 minutes. I'm not walking, dashing out. Thing. You know, I can do something, yeah. make myself something, can perhaps look at healthier alternatives. Well, that, it might I, be I a little bit right. easier. I don't I'm, know. I'm, 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 no, right. I'm no advert. I'm no Slim Jim 2021. You know, I'm no real advert for this sort of thing. But I would imagine that it's, that could be something that, could actually help people if they're looking in that direction. The fact that they're going to have a little bit more flexibility if they're at home. Absolutely. I, and, I, and I couldn't agree more. I think one positive with this pandemic that we're still going through by the sounds of things is that people are at home more. So I think those lifestyle changes that you, maybe you, you might have made when you was at home and then you went back to work, whatever, hopefully you can keep some of that up because like working from home is or you've got work or commitments, but it's probably a little bit easier to get some form of goodness in you. If you like, if January the 1st is coming and you're thinking, right, this is me, I'm going to start having this off in terms of my diet change, blah, blah, blah. Then it's going to be made easier if you're at home, right? Because you can go to the freezer and get some frozen fruit out and mix that up like our does in his uh, vegan Nutribullet thing. Um, and you can, you know, mix stuff up or make a, a, a decent lunch, you know, lean chicken with some pasta and some like other stuff mm-hmm. chucked in it, whatever. Yeah. It, it hopefully will make that whole process a little bit easier. Yeah. On, if the Tesco man people. comes on a Thursday and he's doing you a delivery, then exactly. you can plan your whole food a week in advance. And exactly. And if you've not, I sound, I sound like, you know, everybody looking and think, oh God, you know, he's not practicing what he preaches and everything. But another thing I've heard is if it's not in the house, you're not going to eat it. No, exactly. You're going to search it out and you. So it's, uh, yeah, so that's, I think, uh, Tobe, have you got anything to add? I mean, all I would say, well, I'm going to put this out there. If, if anybody's heard of the speed goat diet, uh, boys, have you heard of the speed goat diet? Very much okay. not. The speed goat diet is this, and the speed goat diet comes from a man 
who ran up a mountain in one and back down in one hour, 48 minutes in shorts, who has been consistently eating and proven that eating KFC, Burger King, 20 pounds worth of McDonald's, Starbucks, cakes, uh, amazing fish and chips, shout out to them. Mate, if you eat that consistently over a 20-week period, you can run up and down a mountain in one hour, 48 minutes. It's proven, the speed goat diet. So don't necessarily listen to all this stuff about healthy eating, Nutribullets, going vegan and all this. Just do what the speed goat does and eat rubbish and run up and down a mountain in one hour and 58, 40, sorry, 48 minutes. So I must apologise. So maybe well, we can get yeah, a deal with the amazing fish and chip shop. Sounds good. I'd love to get, I've got to say, I've got a big shout out to them, right? They do this chicken burger. This was, this was before last week, right? They do a chicken burger. Toad went wrong. I sent him down. He went wrong. He went, it's chicken, right? Sorry to all the listeners. Chicken, right? Lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise and cheese. Out. This is like for you, even though you say you won't eat, I know you will. But he, Toad, made the big mistake. He went, chicken, lettuce, sacked the tomato off and no cheese. Why would you do that? But the kicker, you've got to have the chaser, boys. If you're going to do it, if you're going to do the nasing, the nasing boat, and that's a battered sausage, you've got to have the chaser. You can't go nasing fish and chip shop and not have a, a battered sausage chaser. I might have to turn for 24 hours just to try it. <laughs> so let's know, let's know in the comments, have you been to nasing fish and chip shop? Probably not. Right, so I've, I've, I'm seeing loads of questions, boys, and loads of comments. We should actually get onto some of these. Yeah, thanks what again, got, everybody yeah? for for. Yeah, we've you know. we've we've got a mix. I'll save some of the mileage ones for later. I think we're going to cover that. Yeah, we better as crack as on. It's obviously, a three-hour podcast. Yeah, but Billy Chapman, YouTuber, he's asking me about my smoothies. Um, now this is in addition to my normal breakfast. So I'd, I'd normally have a bit of granola, um, vegan yogurt, very good from Alpro. Can we and check I, that? Yeah. Big pile of blueberries. So I'm making a you know 700 milliliter smoothie, and I'm taking that two or three times during the day. And I think that's what's key to to me not snacking. Pre race, I haven't tried it yet. So what the consequences are on race day, we're yet to find out. Why don't you try it part before part run tomorrow, Al? Because then I'm filming Ooh. tomorrow. So if, if it goes tits up, I'll film it, and we'll see it. It'll okay. be live on YouTube. I, I, I'm setting my alarm 20 minutes earlier just to get a. A good dose of spinach and kale in me before we we meet up with Rose. Sorry, Mark, if it all goes horribly wrong on Rose's big day, you know he does a Toby. He'll do a Toby, won't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Darren Murley is asking us: Do we eat before we run? Uh, and I think that cuts into something JBS raised about intermittent fasting, which is the posh name for what you describe, Chris, as not eating after six o'clock at night. So, what's our views about that? Me, I'm I'm a mix. I probably run without eating seven out of ten times because I normally like to go early but uh, uh weekends sometimes yeah particularly on race day definitely fuel up before a run but I, I'd, I'd always I'd fuel up um before a run and if I was doing a long run of uh 12 miles plus otherwise I just go out yeah I'm uh, a long run Long run, I'm usually, I do fuel now because long run, we're usually into marathon training. So there'll be elements of pace. I want to be able to maximize what I'm doing. That said, I will run 13 miles, not effectively fasted. Um, I'm not, I'm not too bothered. I think anything over 13 miles, but that is that easy pace. 
Um, so I, I won't, I won't fuel up, but I, I do, if I do fuel up is three hours beforehand. My runs, I don't tend to run in the morning anymore. I turn and run about mid morning. So I've had my breakfast at like eight and then I'm, I'm out running, but I, I, I will run fasted. Uh, I have done up to 30 miles, but I, you've got to make sure that it's, it works for you because it's not for everybody running fasted. But again, everyone has troubles with, you know, with stomachs. If you've got IBS or if you've got, you know, you're lactose intolerant and you have something that flares you up or something like that. So you, I think everybody um, is each to their own. One thing I would recommend actually, and this is a serious point is not to have a double quarter pounder with cheese before you then go and do a club run. Um, Toby, um, you could probably concur on that, right? If, if that was all it was, it probably might be all right. Well, have you got any evidence? What? What is it? Anyway, so we, we can't, we, we can't recommend McDonald's, an hour and a half before um, a speed session. That's one bit of a value advice, I think. So there's can. one thing you want to take away from listening to this yes. podcast or watching this live stream. Yes. That's yeah. the ice cream, though. Oh, yeah, we did do that as well. We had ice cream before. <laughs> that wasn't good either. Again, it's part of the speed goat diet, people. If you want to get part of the speed goat diet, that's what you've got to be doing. I've got to say, this is a fantastic service that these two are doing for you, folks. They are going out and trying out all these things yeah. So you and giving you the results. Yeah. So yeah. you don't have to have a bacon double cheeseburger and uh, chips before you go out or an ice cream because you know what's going to happen because the yeah. boys have done it and we, they've been we'll there. take them up for the team. Uh, for all those people in Malta and Japan, we've done it for you. So don't worry. Just, you know, don't worry. Right, Al, what else have we got? Because there's loads of comments coming through. And thanks yes, again, uh, everybody. Paul Lewis, he was on earlier. He's from the US. We don't know where, Paul, so, so tell us whereabouts. And congratulations on being ahead on your 2021 miles target. But he's a fan of ramen noodles before a run! Exclamation mark! Good exclamation chat. mark! So, um, interesting to see what whether that's got tofu in or not, or whether that's chicken. So, no, it doesn't always have to be about bleeding. I oh. just like to know what the alternative is. I so think I'm vegan not... runners should sponsor this podcast. No, I don't think don't they you... listen. <laughs> yeah, but I've they could have. Food. They could be some vegan runners, right, in yeah. Lithuania who listen. Ow. Yeah. We've yeah. had, we've had we've had feedback from our man JBS. He says the speed goat diet is really only targeting the under thirty fives. Oh, so I, concur. That. I concur. I yeah. concur. Yeah. Yeah. concur with that. And I know on a more serious point, I know JBS is a fan of the uh, drink supplement Huel, which uh, I don't know if you're going to be doing a podcast at some point later on this uh, vlog about this, or whether you want to share your experiences on the. Uh, no. We're- We'll we'll leave we'll leave that there. I think for now on that, yeah. we'll leave that there. Jury's out on that. Cool. We probably Jury's want to push out. on a little bit now, don't we? Because we were yeah, we talk about we um, mileage, and we've well we've we've sold the um we've sold the idea that we're going to talk about it. So uh, we all well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We've got I've just seen some actual proper questions coming in as well. Uh, from John Channon, Tobe, have a look at that one. Al, come back to that one. Uh, there was another one. There's a Sam Lux has got a serious question, so let's get them done as well. Also, yeah. before we get into mileage, I've got to give one shout out. We won't get time to read the email. I'll have to come on the email special. To I love this name, Chunky Monkey, sending an email out, and we've got to give a shout out to Hayden as well, a uh, uh, friend of the show. But Chunky Monkey, I won't go into the email. We'll come on to it in an email special. But from the rainforests of Brazil. <gasps> We've got our South American listener people. 
if you didn't uh, listen to last week's South America, we wasn't existing. So we've now covered and conquered South America. It's Africa we need to find a listener. And we've got to give a shout out to Hayden Harvard, who reckons the easiest way to lose weight, apparently, is to run a marathon dressed as a panda. He lost uh, one stone, 14 pounds. No, he lost one stone, which is One stone is 14. <laughs> yeah, so he, he lost a whole stone, so dressed as a panda. So people... Don't necessarily change your diet. Um, just dress up as a panda and do. Yeah, get yourself some fancy dress kit, and you're laughing. So, but I think we'll come back. Should we come back to those questions at the end, and then let's do mileage. Let's hit that because we did promise. We've got to deliver what we promised, boys. Yeah, like you know, we run around Malta. We've got. So yeah, everyone's ticking. You know, they've got a few more weeks to go to do their mileage um, targets. And do you? um, Is this something you do, Chris? No, but, well, no, it wasn't. And then Al got me into it because, and then the thing is, right, Al, being a handsome runner, let us know in the comments if you're a handsome runner. He does about, I don't know, six million miles a year. And because he's running so, and then you just basically get proper, proper gel, well gel with it. And you're thinking, hang on a minute, he's doing that many miles. How many miles am I actually doing? And it did get me. It did. It it did start a process a, a year or two ago to start looking at it. But that said, I don't set myself targets. I look at the figures, but I don't set myself targets because I'm not a high mileage runner. Right? There's different. There's different ways to tackle these things. Right? You can be a high mileage runner, or you can you know train a little bit lighter but do more intensive work. Do you see what I mean? It depends in which mm. you go. And there's and. All the ways, they all work, by the way, okay? Uh, it's whatever works for you. But I've always responded to, um, you know, sort of lower miles. A lot of that's down to time restriction as well. But being able to make sure they're concentrated in quality efforts. So there's no junk miles is probably the way. So my annual miles is lower than what you'd probably assume. So I ran a 348, whatever it was, a marathon in April. But I did that on relatively low mileage. Because I ran consistently, but I ran specifically on certain um, runs. That said, I'm planning on changing it up a little bit and putting, you know, changing it to see what would happen if I did more miles. Um, So there's two schools of thought. Now, Tope, I apologise now for the podcast listeners, because I'm going to put, I've got Tope, we saw this on the train last night, me and Al. Put it up on the screen, I'll explain it, because I got this off of Garmin, because Alan showed me this. Now, what I've put up is a graph of my Mm -hmm. mileage over the year. And what it shows to the guys on the podcast is that there's two big clumps where there's high spikes. Mm. And that is basically my two marathon training blocks throughout the year, which is quite this interesting. Is, uh, just to explain to everybody who can't see it, this is a, um, the bar chart that you get on your normal Garmin yeah. um, with your monthly uh, tallies of each exactly. um that you've done each month. So, and this um, is it. so this is annualized. Everybody you know, who's got a Garmin will be familiar with that. Exactly. There's a function on there. What you what you want, what I'm going to explain at the start of this is relatively mild. It peaks up in the middle and then it drops down once the marathon's done. The miles then go up again. Uh, again, the bar charts increase on the picture. They stay pretty consistent and then they drop down again. So you can it, it clearly shows. And I'll put it up on Instagram. If you're following me on Instagram. So anybody who's listening, uh, the two it's clearly it's there in it, boys. You can see it. The two training yeah. blocks. But what's interesting as in the third bar at the end, you can see where my mileage, the t- or the two bars at the end, my mileage is a lot lower because of the medical problems I had, which is what affected me in London, because mm-hmm. those should have been a lot higher. 
So that's where where I had to take effectively four to six weeks off. That's what the what that's the impact there. But you hopefully can clearly see anybody watching this on the video or, or whatever. Um, you can see clearly the two train blocks. Take it down, Tobe. Um, so what that's what I'm trying to say to you is on my mileage, I don't look at the targets, but I'm looking at each training block to be of a certain quality. Mm. Now, if you put Allen's up, which we don't have, normally with Allen's, it would Alan, how many? I mean, what, two thousand uh, miles a year? So yeah, working on the basis of like you doing two marathon blocks. I would be normally targeting around about 2,200 miles a year because each 18-week block will do 800 miles plus and then you've still got a third of the year to go. Um, this year, I haven't been quite as on it. I had a you know down period in the summer because of mental health issues and I haven't really got back on it. So I'm probably only, only going to hit 1,600 miles and that will be the lowest volume I've done in the last four years because uh, yeah 2,000 plus is normally where I'm I'm looking to go 150 160 miles a month but that's because I'm a handsome man I like to run six days a week and I get itchy feet literally if I'm uh, sitting still too long so as Chris says it's horses for courses literally um, my my graph is quite interesting in the in the last 12 well the last sort of probably since the start of lockdown I didn't do a month where I didn't run at least 200 kilometers, even sometimes 200.5 kilometers. So I'd get over, I'd make sure on the last day that I got over the line and did enough. And it's only in um, the four weeks that um, since I did my marathon in in Yorkshire that I've dropped right down and not even thought about doing, it was always sort of like, right, I'll get the, the Garmin challenge, Strava, 200 kilometers a month. That's what I'll do. And sometimes I did 240, 250. I think the most I did one month was 280. But mine is, so if you looked at my graph for the last, well, probably since lockdown, for the first lockdown, sort of like May, April, May last year, it's virtually constant. It's almost exactly the same for every month within about three or four kilometers because I just got into that habit of running a certain distance. So consequently, my target at the start of the year was to run um 2400 kilometers so and you know 1500 miles or whatever so that's always and i think i'm about 50 ahead of that i've got about 230 to go so i'll probably do i'm you know i've got another two weeks i've got six weeks to go i'll probably pick up again now that i'm getting getting that post marathon thing out of my system i'll probably pick up again over the next few weeks and it just helped me to i think it helped me in some respects to keep going. And I always had at least one half marathon, even in the training session for every sort of like once every 18 months. But I think the trouble is that sometimes you can get too ingrained in it for too, um, it, it can take over a little bit, which is why I've always yeah. shied away from the, the streaks and the run every day thing, because I know what will happen that I'll, do it for a certain period of time. I think it's 66 days or something. You have to do something before it becomes a habit. And I think if I did it and carried on going and carried on going, then I would do it for the wrong reasons. I would go out to think, oh, God, I've got to run a mile today because I've got to keep my streak going. And I don't think that would work for me mentally. and I wouldn't get as much out of it. I know people do. I know people like Ian Wilson and Chloe have done massive streaks and really thrive on it. But it's not for me. Are you going to set yourself a fresh target? I don't know what the number is because we'll come to another cast maybe, but – are you going to set yourself another target for next year or 
on base of what you're saying that you enjoyed it, are you would you would you maintain the same level or would you look to increase it? Well, I did. I, uh, my running did increase in the last sort of 18 months compared to the 18 months before. There were lots of, you know, if you go back two or three years, there's some months where I've been out three or four times, you know, not done much at all. And um, it was sort of like it did kick on another level when we were all locked up. So um, I wouldn't be going ma- much madder but just because of the amount of time that I can get in and what time, I can do. It? it is time. I know it's, it's- I mean, so everyone's different. I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing with the whole running thing. Everyone's different. Everybody can adapt and there's no right or wrong. It's whatever suits you. And I don't find that I need, because I've now got, because of the last four weeks, I've now got out of that. I've got to run 200 kilometers a month. Now it does seem like a fresh start. And I'll think about turn of the year. Okay. What do I want to do? I'm going to have two marathons next year. I've got Edinburgh and well, if I don't get in the ballot for London, I've got a place at Frankfurt, so I'll probably take that. Um, so having a two-marathon thing, that will affect things anyway because I'll be following a plan and going on from there. So, um, mm. yeah, we'll just wait and see. What about you, Tobe? Because, I mean, apart from the last couple of weeks, where obviously, uh, obviously it's not obvious, but you've come back effectively from lockdown. Your business has picked back up again. You've sacked off your mates. You've been eating terribly, so your mileage has dropped. But... Your your general mileage is is what roughly? I don't know, dear. Funny, I was just looking at my graph now because I've done my re- <laughs> well prepared as always. I've done my research, and actually, I was, I'm actually quite surprised at how high it is. I mean, December, January, February, March, April, all over 100 miles. Right, a month dropped in May, but as you say, we did that April marathon. Yeah, yeah. May's a drop. June, July. August again, all over 100. September, October dropped down to about 70, 80 miles. And I was actually quite surprised about that. Yeah, because um, you never seem to be running. You always seem to be working or eating. Yeah, normally combining the two, to be honest. Yeah, actually, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, he's quite proud of that. So, a question to you then, Tom. And it's you and I have got to sit down and go through our plan for, for April. And but are you looking to increase your mileage next year or are you looking to just, you know, hold where you are and see what happens and hope for the best? I, I, I reckon I'm looking to increase it. Yeah. I think my, and I know we've touched a bit before on various things, is my, my weekend stuff's all right. It's my midweeks. That's where I drop I remember down. you making a point in a video, weren't you? One of your videos when you were doing your training, you boys were saying... You know, we're doing a lot of sort of five miles in the week, and really, we want to be pushing on a bit and doing sort of like more sort of nine, yeah, ten miles. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where it'll come. Is we're looking at it's, it's increasing those, and I said it in in the video from what we learned from London training was that we we both missed out on that six or seven miler of you know medium effort lactate threshold running, and then we missed out on the goal pace running you know, over like four or five miles that you, you need to increase. And if you're going to run a target, you need to put those, you need to put those threshold runs in, you know, and you need to be putting goal pace with efforts into your run, but not just like three or four miles because that's great. And it's good at the start of a plan, but when you're building into a plan and if you're counting for a target, if you've not done that work and you get to mile 20, it will turn around and kick you in the butt. And it did. Tobin and I, I got there, we was on 345 pace, uh, or whatever it was, table three fifty. I can't remember. It was there or thereabouts. Fifty. I mean, I had to stop anyway because otherwise, you know, Lynn would have grasped me up to my doctor, um, like she did anyway. 
Hello, Lynn. And um, the and so and so you you said so, so yourself, you know, you were struggling at mile twenty three or whatever it was, and it, and it showed up that that lack of miles from the training. Uh, a, a friend of mine who does who's an ex marathon runner doesn't do it anymore. Uh, he's too old. It's a bit like Al. Um, he you know he said that when he was like hitting three twenty three thirty marathons, he was putting big miles in 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 the week, like big, you know, not like some of these elite nutters, uh, you know. Of, that's all their full-time job is, but he was putting in some proper, proper miles. And that's how he felt, how he got down to become good for age and all that sort of stuff is because he just said, right, I'm going to dedicate myself this year to really, really pushing up the miles. And he was running big miles and it, and it, and it worked for him, but it, everybody, it depends what you're doing it for. right? And, yeah. and we always come back to it. it. It's whatever your reason is. It doesn't matter right? if you're running once a week, and you're achieving what you want to achieve. You're getting off that couch. If you're getting out there because you want to clear your head, you've got some struggles at work or in life, whatever, and you're able to lace up and go out and just jog around the block, and that's done you, well, good for you, right? So it doesn't matter where you're at. Notice it's not a competition, and it drives me nuts when I you know, I get I get nailed to pieces on YouTube about some of the stuff. I don't run enough. I'm not fast enough. That's, what was it some geezer said the other day? Something about jogging or something or whatever it was, my pace got absolutely. And I thought, and I said to him, Are you you're like, do you, do you get far enough being rude to people that you don't know? Um, it's funny, they never respond. But you know, everybody's different, is the point. It does just because I'm running at a certain pace doesn't mean nothing. So, you know, do whatever you mm. want to do and get the enjoyment out of the reason why you run for the, for mm. the, for the exact reason why you do it. And it doesn't, we talk about mileage, does it really matter? No, yeah. if if you no, want having to... said that, if you want the thing about and this is where the community comes in, great because if you've got a particular target or you want to do something, there will be someone who's done it before. There's no original yeah, yeah, yeah. things. Everybody's done it, and this is where this is where the community comes in, great because you can get on Facebook, tap people's brains. What do you think? What's it? Because I mean, Chris, you've already you know you've shown this yourself. You just said you're in contact with a guy who used to run three and a half hour marathons, and you know what. You now that you know what you ha- not what you have to do, but what you can try mm. if you want to move up to that next level. Yeah, and that's why I said that. Got, if you if you've got the, the ambition to go up to the next level, you can sort of like follow other people. Don't be worried about not comparing yourself to other people is a different thing. But yeah, you can use them as a. I mean, I always think about you know, and I've said this before. You know, I always use Petra as an example. That we go. I knew Petra. I'll yeah, who smashed it out of the park. But like, she's somebody who runs a bit faster than me and has attained so many great targets this year that it becomes, you think, well, you know, what can I do to do that? You don't worry about it. You just think, what's she doing? What are, that, what are other people doing that, you know, what could I do? What could I, just little things that I could, little tips and bits and bobs that yeah. I could. Uh, it's like what I said, uh, it's like what we said at the start of this. I tapped, I was talking to Alan about his miles because the way he does the Hanson plan and the benefit that Alan gets out of doing those miles. Is there something I can learn from that? Yeah, my friend said, I think actually, to be honest, I think he was lower than that, Chris. I might be doing him a disservice. I think mm. he was about a 305 London finish. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, but anyway, it's, it's more about, it's more about tapping up t- to see, you know, if you're on the right chain of thought, maybe you heard something. Is that right? Do you not agree? You know, what do you think about this? I mean, going back to what we were talking about originally about diet, and Al will know this because I've 
badgered him for about two weeks about it. Is this the right thing? Is this not the right thing? Is it, you know, and, and that's the great thing, as you say, about this community, you have friends, you meet people and, you know, they've all got this probably professional people within the Facebook community. If you've not joined that toe, put it up. Um, uh, the link to it. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, go over to Facebook and join 40 rounds running community. Good plug lads. But you, you meet people and you interact with people, you make friends and whatever, but you're, you're absolutely right. Wilco. You, you can bounce stuff off of people and, and hear what, you know, and you mm-hmm. might think actually that's not bad. I might try and I think, that. And I, and I think you should be receptive and open-minded about things. Go and have a look at watch videos, watch stuff, read books. Have a look, have a think of stuff and just try and take in as much as you can and don't Listen to long think I'm not doing that. You know, just be open-minded and give stuff a go because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, and I say podcasts are brilliant, long-run ones that aren't sponsored. Um, listen to those. Yeah, amazing. official uh, pod, running podcast of the uh, Nazing Fish and Chip Shop. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's got a ring to it. So when you're in there tonight, why don't you drop that in? Dragon, I'll bring them up now, Shines. That sausage chaser. It's got to be. No tomato, though. No, no, you have to have the tomato. Right, guys, we're going to start a poll, right? Can you email in? We're going to start this on a poll. Or tag me on Instagram at 40 underscore runs. Can you tell us if you would have the tomato in the chicken burger or not? This is really important, and we will come back to this next week. Again, it's a chip out of bread. Alice doesn't count, count you, right? But you have the you have the chip out of bread. You have the um, chicken escalope. You go lettuce. You go tomato. You go cheese, but like the burger cheese, and then you go cool mayo in with a with a with a cheeky batter sausage chaser. Now, what Toby's saying is that you take out the tomato. Now, the reason you have the tomato is because the tomato cools down the. Um, into the burger and makes the mayonnaise runny and it goes down all over your face, right? And that's part of the process of enjoying the burger. So, please. and it's running your five a day, yeah. It's, and it's, tomatoes uh, are high in antioxidant lycopenes, there you go, and a good source of vitamin C, potassium, folate, and vitamin K. So, we're starting to oh, say that. Now. Don't eat the tomato, I just have it separate. No, you have it burger. in the burger. So, no, we're, we're, no we'll let the viewers decide. You please I'm email. What's the up. email address? We're wrong. I'm not putting the comments up. What's the email, Wilco? Um, longrunshow@gmail.com. Right, email us in. You could just put in the subject tomato, no tomato, and we'll count that as a vote. And we will let you know next week. And whoever whoever loses has to go and have the burger like that. Although technically, I'm not allowed mm. to. Wilco, you might have to have it. But either way, we're gonna we're gonna do it. And uh, let us know. Or tag, say, so tag me on Insta. Um, yeah, I'll have yours, mate. Yeah, um, you can, Mike. He's blind. I'm sure we'll get loads of comments. And please send us your emails and your observations or write on the Facebook about your um, mileage things because we're running a little bit short of time now. So we're going to oh, try and wind things up now, I think. Well, well hang on. Uh, we had two questions. Al, did you write them down? Yes, of course. Um, right, Sam, so right, first, sorry. hang on, hang on. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, you just asked right, me wait, for the wait, questions. Wait, wait, wait. Right, no, 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 no. Wait, I've got an idea. I've had another oh. brilliant idea. Oh, yeah. Firstly, JBS, mad love for the Super Chat, as always supporting us. We love you. Second, um, is I reckon those uh, questions, we take them and we put them at the front of next week's show. Oh, good Cause, idea. Because it's not fair it's just to rush them because otherwise it's not fair on those. 
amazing people to uh, who spent the time to tune in and uh, and put that on there. So yeah, I think we need to uh, put them at the front of the show next week okay. after no, I've had another yeah. brilliant idea and we've sorted out the poll. So thanks ever so much for joining us again this week, everybody. Remember that um, if you can't be here on at seven o'clock on a Friday on uh, YouTube or Facebook, you can download us wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify and Apple and oh, all sorts of other places. So, um, yeah, look out for us. We're here every week and uh, we try and uh, try and bring a little bit of light in it and light entertainment to you for um, the start of your weekend. Enjoy your running this weekend and um, we wish you all the best. Stay safe and um, we shall see you next week at seven o'clock. Thanks for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, guys. Take Thanks, care. Guys. Don't have titles, Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.